What up, y'all? Welcome to the Color Cast Podcast, the show where we discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. We are a group of diverse people pushing for inclusion. I am here with my boy Joe, per usual. What's happening, man? Not much, dude. Just another day living in quarantine. <laughs> another day living in quarantine. We are recording remotely, of course. So I'm here in the walk-in closet, just absolutely lit it's, it's yeah. pretty cool so um hopefully the sound comes out decent yeah um, i'm over here in my bedroom um trying to soundproof everything as best as possible so forget oh, for, bro. yeah forgive me if you hear some kids in the background <laughs> <laughs> we're stuffing towels under the doors we're making sure everything is soundproofed but dude it's, yeah man we're, we're it's so funny we're grateful just to be here um because <laughs> before when i used to smoke a lot of weed um putting a towel in the door oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was like what you had to put a towel in the door for you know <laughs> but now right now right. I'm like, Wait, when did you indulge in a, a little marijuana um probably like a lot after high school so like around like 2013 20 and between 2015 no, 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 no. okay and you graduated high school I graduated high school what year 2011 20? so let me scratch that. 2012. Okay. And in high school a lot, too. You know, so. Oh, good. It's funny. I, I didn't really catch on to it because I, I joined the Marine Corps at 18 years old, got out at 22. So I didn't really. I, I smoked a little bit in high school. I can probably count mm-hmm. on one hand how many times I smoked in high school. And oh, really? And when I was around. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. In high school, in my high school, the thing that was big over there was molly and e <laughs> holy time, shit oh my god <laughs> students would come in really on that and i i'm there 16 17 like i i could not imagine doing no shit like that <laughs> in know, high uh, school the pot was huge at claremont um oh it was it yeah, was no, big I mean, at upland as well but yeah a lot of a lot of students were certainly on something a lot harder than weed <laughs> Yeah, and you know what's crazy too is that like now it's like kids are into such crazier stuff. Like I, I cannot imagine. <laughs> oh, it's, times have changed. It's crazy. Ch- times yeah. have completely changed since we were in high school. But it's my, I graduated in 2010, so this year is supposed to be my 10 year reunion. I'm sure. Are you gonna go? I would love to go, but I don't know if it's. Uh, it's there's still time. There's still time. I'm just. I'm right. expecting everything to get. Everything to get delayed, everything to get pushed back. Our wedding, we announced it. Our wedding was projected to be on June 19th of this year, and now that's pushed back to Friday, October 2nd. Jeez, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's... Everyone's just kind of adapting at this point in time, so... Dude, so... Yeah, no, that weekend, that's going to be a wild weekend for me because I have your wedding on Friday... And then Mm -hmm. I've, uh, I told you this, one of my friend's weddings is, uh, he's getting married on the fourth. So like two days later and he is, um, (laughs) it's going to be a wild weekend. I'm about to do a double feature. (laughs) Are you in his wedding as well? Are you his groomsman? No, I'm not his groomsman. I'm just, uh, like, he's like, I'm like a, he's like childhood friend of mine. So. Oh, that's the boy. Gotta pull up. Yeah. One of the first friends I made when I moved to Claremont. So gotta pull up. When did you move to Claremont, and where did you move from? I used to live in Baldwin Park. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was like... 
Fair amount of Asians. Fair amount of Asians in Baldwin Park. Yeah, Asians and Hispanics. It's mostly the demographic over there. <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. But damn, I don't, I don't know when I moved here because I I was still uh, I went to school in Baldwin Park up until I was in third grade, but I was already living here in Claremont. So my parents just took me back and forth, which is kind of crazy commute. Now I think about it, <laughs> like driving driving thirty minutes just oh, so I yeah, can go to yeah. go to school. I don't know. I know, and it's not like it's college or something. It's just damn high school I, I don't know i mean when my kid is older i think about that even now like where i'm gonna send her to high school if i'd send her to like st lucy's and all girls catholic school if that'll be better for her um where she's gonna go to school if it's gonna be close to where we live at or if it's gonna be a commute yeah i don't know i, I think about these things but <laughs> yeah 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 man i was i was kind of hyped for the 10-year reunion i was like mm, fuck it i'll go i'll see what the hell everyone's up to let's see what it's talking um, about <laughs> yeah i'll see what it's talking about so we'll, we'll see from what i understand i think the class president yeah that's who's in charge 2010 is, is supposed to be right that's supposed to be the ones planning it it's funny i, I can't remember who it is I th- yeah i can't remember yeah no, i might remember i think darren darren Oi. go ahead yeah no um our class president, like, I, we haven't even really heard anything, and ours is, like, a, a year away, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people be talking shit about the high school reunions. I'm like, you know, I didn't have a, a terrible time in high school. I mean, we were poor as fuck, which it, it sucked a lot of times. I just missed out on just regular shit. Like, I didn't go to grad night. You guys had grad night at your school, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ours was at Disneyland, and all the seniors go, have grad night, and it's fun and everything. Yeah, but... Yeah. My my high school years were probably the most challenging for me, just my family was going, was going through it. And Joe, as I've gotten older, the more I realize, you know, how much we really did struggle. I was like, God damn it, my parents, I just don't know if they really did what they needed to do as far as taking care of the little things <laughs> like you know just making sure they filed <laughs> their taxes or just i don't know i ain't about to go in on my parents but after being a parent now being a grown-up now i just have a different way of doing things so i want to make sure my kid has a really fun high school experience because high school can be a lot of fucking fun if yeah you know if you have oh, yeah i mean and, yeah it could be a lot of fun as far as like high school reunions go, it's like it's definitely different for us now. I think they were a bigger deal back then, you know. But I mean, everyone for the most yeah, part stays true. Everyone's like staying connected through social media and stuff. So, and to be honest with you, I still see like a lot of people that I went to high school with all the time. So, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, yeah. I think it'll yeah. be like people do get busy. But for the most part, yeah, we follow each other on social media. So before the social media, a before the era of technology, yeah, I think high school reunions were a lot more uh, anticipated they, because they meant more. Just, yeah, yeah, they meant a lot more. It's like I'm, I'm physically going to see this person. I haven't seen them on the gram. I haven't seen them online. Now, bro, if you want to see what the hell someone's up to, you just it's a click away. So yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Um, God damn it. So what, what, what the hell have you been watching, Joe? Oh my gosh. Uh, I've actually watched a ton of movies over the past, like between the last time we recorded and today. Um, I watched, yeah, no, I watched a couple sci-fi movies called Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049. Um, 
It's oh, Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that one. Uh, Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling are in it. Right, right. And there's an older Pretty, version as well. This, this was. Yeah, no. There's, there's an original from the '80s, and then the one that came out with Ryan Gosling is like a, it's a sequel. Um, okay, got it. But those, those two movies, like you know, they're, they're great. I don't want to get into it right now because that's like a whole nother discussion for like a mm-hmm. like a dive in you know what i mean so i feel you. but they're cool movies um the one that i do want to talk about a little bit is uh have you heard of this movie called midsomar yes it, it looks like it's like a girl crying and she's in a white gown or something and she goes i'm sure you can explain this better <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so it's uh <laughs> It's a it's a horror movie. It's uh, by that uh, the movie studio that released is A twenty four, and um, it's it's an interesting horror movie just because it doesn't uh, there aren't moments where it makes you like jump and like try to scare you or anything like that, you know. But just everything mm-hmm. that goes on it is just like like they'll show like some of the imagery is just very like or like it's very like disturbing in the sense. But uh, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> and all the shit that just happens is like, because essentially the plot is um, the main character, the actress is Florence Pugh. Her name is uh, Danny, and she uh, she has like uh, she like the movie starts off with like a like a group suicide, and it's it's so messed up like what happens, and um, so she like goes yeah she goes on uh, oh, like this trip with her boyfriend and some friends to uh this little festival that happens like every year and uh pretty much they like uh all, like it's it's like a like a little cult type of thing and um they just do super weird shit like uh like once they turn 72 they have to like commit suicide to <laughs> like like go back to their whoever they worship or whatever it's like some sacrifice shit it's so strange <laughs> It looks so weird. I just don't know if I really want to commit the time to watch it. But I, I've heard it's not a you know a bad watch. It just oh looks... no, it's it's an incredible movie. Like so well put together, and um, I think the cinematography too... in that is 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 really off the chain. Like they went to really nice locations because a, a lot of it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is in the daytime, right? Yes, that's the interesting thing about it is that, and that's something that I don't typically see in horror movies. Like, for exactly. the most part, for the most part, all the scary shit happens at night. But this at takes night. place during the day. Like the whole setting and everything is like super vibrant, super colorful. But then just right. like just sinister shit happens, and it's it's incredible. <laughs> okay, okay, I, I might have to give that a watch because. I've heard from, you know, yourself and other people who aren't really into the disturbing horror kind of films that that one is, in fact, you know, worth the watch. So I'm going to have to. It looks weird as shit. It looks so weird. I'm just. Yeah. yeah, But like you said, the fact that it is at daytime, I think that's it really breaks the expectation of what a horror movie is. Because when you watch horror, typically you expect turn off the damn lights, everyone close up. There's going to be a glare on the TV because all these motherfucking scenes are at night. But from what it looks like, that it right. looks like, every time I think of the trailer for that movie, I think of greenery and hills. That's like the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, and the other thing about it, too, is that <laughs> for a good chunk of the movie, like everyone's just high on shrooms. Like They just take shrooms and do all this crazy shit. And like <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, my kind of movie. My kind of movie. <laughs> 
And on top of that, I mean, Florence Pugh is just an incredible actress. She crushes it in this. She probably should have gotten nominated for an Oscar, to be honest. But Wow. You know. Yeah. <laughs> her, her name one more time. Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah. She's also in... Um, She's like in a bunch of other movies. She did another movie after this called uh, Little Women. It's directed by uh, yeah, directed by Greta Gerwig. Oh right, um, right. Oh god, that movie was so revered this year. It was. I mean, it didn't it didn't get or last year too much love at the Oscars. I mean, Greta Gerwig got nominated for uh, screenplay. I'm not. I don't remember if she won, but um, pretty much between these two movies, because like you know, Florence Pugh has said in some interviews that uh between filming like midsomar and little women because little women is more like uplifting she said she said filming little women was like like therapeutic mm-hmm. because filming midsomar messed her up so much <laughs> oh yeah I, I i i could imagine yeah i could imagine uh it's funny i just looked up uh florence peel on google and a lot of people just asking um trending questions like one of the trending questions asked to her was where was midsummer filmed what's the best part of being an actor that's pretty cool she's just answering these questions and stuff yeah oh god she's in black widow too that's right yeah Let's she's check. um she's natasha's sister in black widow okay yeah so All these english yeah these english actors and actresses just be be killing it man Sons they be everywhere sons of bitches <laughs> 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 no i'm kidding uh, okay okay so that's something i might have to tap into then because yeah you know, maybe again, i mean I've if heard. you if you want to like feel uneasy and <laughs> i was i was gonna say bro it sounds like i gotta be prepared for that shit like i really got to sit down and be in the mood to really watch that yeah just like for a disturbing mind fuck is what that is it's beautifully dis- <laughs> beautifully disturbing is how i would that's probably the best way to put it <laughs> oh i love it i love it i could appreciate that because I've watched some shit that is disturbing and not well put together. So I'm all about watching something that really took the time to not only make you not jump, but just give you that suspense and also uh, make you think about it a little bit. So I got I got to add that to the list. Yeah. And when you watch it too, like uh, try to pay attention to everything that's going on in the background, because there's some cool shit that happens in the background. Like look at look at all the art. Just look at the set design and everything It's cool. <laughs> okay okay they they yeah. took their time they took their time okay and you you, you gotta appreciate things like that. yeah absolutely but besides midsomar okay. been watching clone wars clone wars is fantastic it's it's a lot of fun <laughs> i love the star wars man you know me oh yeah i'm already knowing <laughs> what about you dude what have you uh anything noteworthy that you want to throw out there watching um <sighs> What is something that... Because I've been watching... Of course, I've just been watching all kinds of shit lately. Um, um, wait, hold on. Let me ask you this. Have you... Uh, I don't know how 90 Day Fiance works, if it's like a season or whatever, or if you stream it. <laughs> but is that something that's still... <laughs> is that something that's still on TV? Oh, yeah, so... Like, do you guys still watch it? 90 Day Fiance... Yeah, we do watch it whenever there's new episodes. Allie knows when there's new episodes. Um... And yeah, they have like different versions of it. I think we might have mentioned it before, but yeah, they have like 90 Day Fiance and then uh, they have Pillow Talk, which is other couples kind of watching the same couple, uh, other couples watching other couples uh, just live and and shit. So Pillow Talk is pretty funny, but uh, I can't remember the last new episode 
I've seen from it. Oh God, damn it! Uh, get, yeah, we we, we well, don't have it in our Oddly so enough, <laughs> some like just wait, for the sorry. few days. Yeah, the the gays moved out. The gays moved out, got Anything? their own apartment. Seth and James, my brothers, <laughs> my brother, my brother-in-law, they moved out, got their own apartment. So uh, they took damn internet with them like some bastards. So as far as the the past few days, I haven't been watching a few many things, <laughs> but we have a few DVDs here, so. We've gone back to we, we've resorted to DVDs again, but go ho- go ahead go ahead Joe as you were very cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've been seeing any of these online, but they're making a lot of uh, I've been seeing a lot of 90 Day Fiance memes. Have you seen any of those? Okay, it's of uh, I've seen a few, especially with the the <laughs> the San Diego hairdresser dude. He's really he's older and he's dating the Filipino girl. You see a lot of those memes. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that Ed? Ed, yeah, Ed. <laughs> dude i can't believe okay so i read something that like he like lathers his hair with mayonnaise or something (laughs) i've heard some people some people do that like there's something in mayonnaise that people put in there that's so fucking nasty man yeah that's nasty as hell what the hell is like i don't (laughs) you know what i'm saying i don't give a damn what it does for your hair there has to be a better alternative an actual hair product to put in your hair (laughs) Mayonnaise is so damn good on a sandwich. I couldn't imagine putting that shit on in my hair. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, like I just want to bring that up just because like I, I'm seeing a ton of Ed and his Filipino girlfriend. Um, I posted a meme to my story the other day about like it was him saying like I love you, I love you, and then she says bang it more, bang it more, which means uh, you're ugly in Tagalog. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's why I asked Ali about that. I was like, why is she being mean to the boy? <laughs> Um, I, I think I think she said that he was being an asshole, so that's why I, she was saying that. Sure, yeah. But yeah, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to really think about something that I watched recently. That I, I did watch Logan yesterday. Logan? Oh, we, you rewatched Logan? Huh? To, oh yeah, had to had to rewatch Logan, and boy, I just gotta say. When you watch Logan, because that's, you know, kind of the last... Oh, wait, no, actually, Dark Phoenix came out, but... Um, oh, I watched Dark Phoenix, actually, the other day. It's... Oh, did you? Oh, man. Was that your first time watching it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, h- hard to imagine yeah, that, no, it's pretty that, bad. that Logan and Dark Phoenix are actually in technically kind of in the same universe. But, okay, so I'll get into Logan after you tell me how you feel about Dark Phoenix. You said it's pretty bad. No, I, like, I realized that, I mean, Sophie Turner, she's a great actress. I loved her in Game of Thrones. But she, oh, man, ever like, this movie is filled with just, like, great actors. I fucking love Michael Fassbender as Magneto. I mean, he is probably the best thing that has yeah. come from these recent X-Men movies. But 100%, yeah. Like, this movie suffers from just bad writing, and, like, the script is all bad, and (laughs) there's this line where um, it's, uh, let's see, Jennifer Lawrence, and uh, they just came back from this space mission, and then she was like, it's always, like, it's always the women rescuing the men, they should change the name, or change the team name to X-Women. And I'm like, dude, like, I get what you're trying to do here, but that, that is, that's, that's bad, that's so bad. Oh, God, oh, God, yeah. (laughs) I remember that line as if it's just lingering in <laughs> my left earlobe. I, I heard that, and I like, was that's like, "That's fine, but okay, no, this, that, mean, that was oh god." I, 
no, no. But I, I do have to agree with you about Dark Phoenix. I think Dark Phoenix suffers from a lack of a solid script and a solid, again, I always say this, just have a solid villain, a main baddie. We knew that just from the title of this film, the, it's going to be about the Phoenix and it's going to be apparently a dark interpretation of the right. Phoenix. And this was supposed to, who the hell, who the hell were they going against? It was like those aliens those weird, that are after the, yeah, those weird aliens that you, you yeah. assume are supposed to be scrolls, but they're not. <laughs> Oh, exactly, exactly. Very similar to Scrolls, but never really defined in the movie. And, you know, man, a- after... This is how I feel about all the X-Men. Let me just do a little X-Men recap. I just gotta... Since we're talking Dark Phoenix. Sure. Since since we just got into it, might as well. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, you asked me what I've been watching. Most recently, what I most recently watched was Logan. That's probably the most recent thing I have fully watched. And... Yeah. I love that movie. I love how Wolverine... Ends <laughs> inevitably, and you know I love how the yeah. animantium was poisoning him, and that was something that initially ever everyone thought would make him stronger. But it's like, damn, if he had knocked down that animantium and just had his just his bones and used his bones as his claws, he probably would have lived forever. But anyway, when X Men first came out, mm-hmm. I believe it was 1999 when it first dropped. I was hyped about it because between that and the first Blade with Wesley Snipes. These are kind of the first modern live-action movies from Marvel. So they they like laid the groundwork for future comic book movies. Exactly, exactly. And I love that you said yeah. that because I, I still believe, even though they came out before Spider-Man, I think Spider-Man truly set the bar for the modern superhero movies. I know we're going to talk about Spider-Man later on, you know what I'm saying? But um, Yeah, no, we'll, we'll get into yeah, that a little later. Yeah, <laughs> if, if I want to say in comparison to today's regular superhero movie, I think Spider-Man was the first one that really launched superhero films to to just such great success. Because when Blade came out, I was like, okay, cool, this is a cool Blade movie. You know, it's that looks like Blade. <laughs> it's about vampires cool like the first one i could get behind second blade was whatever it was these weird ass fucking vampires that came out of nowhere blade trinity you hear a lot <laughs> about how wesley snipes wasn't getting along with ryan reynolds and the rest of the cast um right. kind of showed in the movie right. i was not crazy about blade trinity although i've seen it a lot so many times i've seen all the blades a few times um those movies didn't really set the bar high x-men came out and what they did in that which mm-hmm. i think was dope is they tried their best to get kind of physical copies of what they thought the the character should look like in a live action Halle Berry a, g- a great choice for Storm mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart excellent choice for Professor X and Hugh Jackman as yep. Wolverine everyone was like who the fuck is this dude and we saw his hair and I was like that's that's so <laughs> cool he looks like he looks like Wolverine now Wolverine in the comic books is about 5354 five, but in for a live action they were over that shit they're like fuck that we want a tall ripped guy and they got Hugh Jackman so I, I'm so glad they did. Right. Um, but anyway, to to see the X-Men movies, the first three, and then how they, they kind of yeah. tried to... They built off of Wolverine, which anyone can. He's such a dynamic character. And they dropped, you know, X-Men Origins mm-hmm. and um, the Wolverine. And um, what are some other Wolverine solos besides Logan? It was Wolverine. There's there's Wolverine, uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, there's the Wolverine. Right. Um, there's Logan. That might be it. Oh, so the, the, right. That's 
Are, are those two separate? Is yeah, like Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, or? X-Men Origins Wolverine is a different movie from The Wolverine. The Wolverine is the one where... Oh, right. Cause, yeah, The Wolverine is... He's like in, uh, yeah, in Japan or something. In Asia. Yeah. yeah, he's in Asia. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's, very, it's a very low-key movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they went out with a bang with, with Logan. It's like um, the first three came out. It was like, okay, cool. They brought in enough money. Um, X-Men 2 was very whatever to me. I think the Nightcrawler scene at the beginning was the best part about X-Men 2. X-Men 3, I think, had great potential. I think it was a, a cool movie overall, X-Men 3. I did enjoy watching it. If you went to the movie theater and watched X-Men 3, I think a lot of people walked out of there saying, you know, that's a cool movie. But uh, just some parts about that felt like the stakes could have been a little higher. So sure. after that, seeing... The reboot, I wouldn't even know if I'd say a reboot, but kind of like the prequel of um, X-Men First Class and the new generation. First Class was cool. Yeah, yeah, First Class was cool. I also enjoyed that one. I was like, this is cool, man. Um, And after that, I believe it was Days of Future Past, which... See, that one, okay, I thought that was... I thought that was an incredible X-Men movie. That is one of my favorite. 100%. Apart from Logan... But I, I, I don't know. I, I think I might even like that one more than Logan. Bec- oh, God, hold on. Let me let me back up. I think that one... Yeah, right, I, I don't I know about that. I think that one feels more like an X-Men <laughs> movie. I got to say that. Because I don't know if I like many movies right. better than Logan just because of the R rating. And that was the Wolverine we wanted. We wanted to see a Wolverine. But when he cuts someone, you see blood. When he puts his... His his adamantium into people's faces. You see the blades go through their skull. Like that's that's shit that we enjoy. And mm-hmm. I love how they still reference the X Men universe in Logan, while also creating a completely different story that fans have always wanted, but I don't think expected from Logan. Like once I watched Logan, I was like, oh my, this shit is so good. I never expected them to go there, uh, just because of how the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, the yeah. tone of the other X-Men's never implied to me that they would go to some R-rated, straight-up, gory, Wolverine type of shit. So, yeah, I think my favorite... Oh, gosh. My favorite X-Men movie is Days of Future Past. Logan is just one of my favorite comic book movies altogether. I, I fucking love that movie. The damn scene where... Yeah, sure. The scene where Professor X is, is freezing everyone and Logan... And his daughter, who was X-23, are just going around. They're, they're killing the dudes in, like, slow-mo. That shit is so... Scenes like that... Oh, like when they're in the when they're in the casino? Yeah, yeah they're in the casino, and Professor X is having a seizure. Yeah. And in the seizure, he causes the whole world to just freeze. That's such a crazy concept. That's what yeah. I'm saying, bro. Like, scenes like that are so... I just had to say kind of monumental. They really just, they give you something you've never seen before because in the, in most X-Men movies, when Wolverine does cut someone, it's so PG. It's, it's so, it cuts them yeah. and they just, oh, they scream and you hear the noise, but you don't see, you don't see any <laughs> blood. They just die. And Logan finally takes it there. And then the way Wolverine goes out, I mean, just gets fucking butchered, <laughs> just gets killed. I'm, I'm oh, like, you man, know what? Yeah. There, he had to go out like that because he was a fighter. So, yeah, and to, for for yeah. them to go to go drop Logan and just I I loved when Fox dropped Logan. I was like, oh god, su- such a win. 
and Days of Future Past, such a win. Apocalypse had such great potential, but it just didn't hit. X-Men Apocalypse just didn't. There was something about it. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't as big as it could have been. When you have someone like Apocalypse, he's one of the greatest villains in comic books. He should be. Right. It just could have been different, man. I don't know how you feel about Age of Apocalypse, but. Um, no, I, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. It's not. It it's not good, called Age of, Age of Apocalypse. It's just called Apocalypse. Um, yeah, X Men. Yeah, X Men yeah. Apocalypse. There's a video yeah. game called Age of Apocalypse. But yeah, yeah. Even though Oscar Isaac is a fucking phenomenal actor and he embodied the role, I just feel like they could have even helped him out more. Yeah. 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 No. Like just to go back a little bit, like comparing um, Logan with Days of Future Past. I mean, I think like we we talked about this like a few minutes ago, but uh, you really have to be like mentally prepared to watch a movie like logan you know just because of how like it's it's kind of sad it's kind of dark um it, yeah man it is it, it, it is like it's a sad comic yeah like uh but the thing about like days of future past is that like you could throw that on it's it's more of like a casual watch you know absolutely absolutely that you don't you don't really need uh prep time for it <laughs> Right, right, and and the the structure of each is so different. Days of Future Past is very flashy. So many mutants using their powers. These very, um, I don't know, just kind of flashy powers. You got Iceman, and you got, um, you know, the guy who has like all the lava and shit. I forget his damn name, but that move. And you have the Sentinel. That's Sunspot. It was. It was Sunspot. Yeah, Sunspot, and they had Bishop. Sunspot. Yeah. yeah, so it was a very flashy X Men. I movie. thought he was cool. I didn't. I didn't know anything about Bishop when. Um, oh really? When he was there, they kind of yeah. they kind of played like, Bishop. This guy's pretty cool. He's, he's a really he's a pretty pivotal character in X Men. So he really had a very brief presence in the movie. Bishop could have been a very a, a much bigger character, um, right. in the X Men universe. And that's what I'm saying. There could have, there were characters that they brought to the live-action franchise. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Don't nobody care about this. You need to bring this person, bring this person. Stay, Stick to the classic villains that fans know because right. th- there's a certain expectation with those villains. When you really start pulling from people, pulling villains like Green Lantern did with with Parallax as opposed to having like Sinestro as the main villain, it's like, who the fuck is this? Like, No one wants to see this as the main antagonist and that's kind of what happened to x-men 2 <laughs> you know like x-men 2 kind of was like who the fuck is the villain oh william striker who the fuck is william striker oh he made wolverine but he's not really like a, an actual mutant himself it's like okay that yeah cool i guess and x-men 3 is just like okay they threw in juggernaut and you know the <laughs> the quote-unquote dark phoenix but the main villain again is magneto once more so yeah um yeah, yeah, the X-Men, specifically the X-Men franchise, has so many different turns. You can you can watch so many of the movies and feel like you're in a different universe. So, um, what I appreciate about X-Men Days of Future Past is it kind of bridges the gap between, you know, the old X-Men, the newer ones. The, and the two franchises, yeah, that was the coolest part of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Seeing Halle Berry with, you know, the young ones and seeing... Mm-hmm. You know, huge acronym. He's seen Wolverine with um, Michael Fassbender, and that that shit was dope. I I I loved seeing that shit. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Which brings us back wow. to Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh. No, man. I mean, Dark Phoenix had like I mean, you know, the last the last act is cool. Like the last little action sequence is fine, but I mean, that's 
doesn't make up for the rest of the movie really you know what i mean <laughs> absolutely absolutely and no and the thing about dark phoenix specifically i think a lot of it was from sophie turner's just being hot off of game mm-hmm. of thrones and them wanting to kind of give her you know her her own flick i felt the same way joe for x-men days of future past because at that time jennifer lawrence was huge she was probably like the biggest movie star in the mm-hmm. world at the time so when days of future past dropped and they gave mystique such a pivotal role in that movie i understood full well i was like, okay why the hell is mystique such a fucking important character it's okay it's because mm-hmm. it's j-law and therefore they gave mystique a hell of a lot more screen time she was the pivotal role in that movie she was the reason why sentinels were so destructive and i felt the same about dark phoenix sophie turner was hot off game right. of thrones a uh, recognizable mm-hmm. face um and then when it when it dropped i was just like um this movie was not asked <laughs> for and to deliver it in this way cuz it, it it's an enjoyable movie i don't think dark phoenix is horrible i just it, it was yeah, just yeah no, it's, it's it's not a good movie <laughs> Yeah, it's not a good, not a good movie. The the stakes don't feel high. I say that often. <laughs> the stakes just don't feel yeah, high, yeah. and it feels like a lot of teeth are being pulled just to get that movie to go along. I'm just like, I don't really see where this is going. So, um, glad you brought that up. That was a good, <laughs> good, good way oh, to go man, with yeah. the whole X Men universe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what else? What else have you been? Um. I know you got a PS4. That's that's pretty exciting. Yeah, bro. We just we we copped a, a PS4 during this quarantine. I'm not sure. much of a gamer, yeah. Joe. But same here, to be honest. We yeah yeah man. I mean, the main reason we got a PS4 as opposed to an Xbox is because I wanted to play Spider Man. Yeah. Like I said, I am not a gamer. I I used to, you know, in high school and a little bit before, but. I just got busier as I became an adult, and I didn't want to invest my time into gaming. I know sure. a lot of niggas be on 2K and be <laughs> games. That ain't me, but every Spider-Man video game, because we used to have an old PlayStation, we had PlayStation 2, we had the Spider-Man video game. So we have the one right now on PS4. It's fucking dope. The fighting is, is of course, on point. Yeah. The the free roam. I've always loved the free roam for Spider Man. Um, the Spider Man two on PlayStation two on PlayStation two was kind of the first Spider Man game that really let you free roam. Everything else was just you're kind of just swinging your webs into space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just Spider Man just swinging. But in in Spider Man two on PlayStation two, that was the first one, and they really marketed it as that. They were like free roam, like explore the city new york is yours and people were crazy for that fucking game it was a it was that was a cool game um i referenced that a lot because it's kind of similar to this most to this game this spider-man game uh there's a lot of you know they had the main main storyline and then of course a bunch how of how is the story the, the story's good or what oh story story solid man story solid i'm I'm not even halfway through yet. I'm I'm really making sure to. Oh, you haven't beaten the game yet. Oh hell no, bro! I'm doing side missions. I'm trying to prolong this shit. It's uh, what I've learned. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, That's dope. man. What I've learned is that the more side missions I do, the more capabilities I learn of, different combos, different suits, different, uh, just different abilities from Spider-Man. So I know I can. Dude, run the through suits the are cool. Line. Oh, s- suits are fucking amazing. They, they you should you functions. should try to. You should try to get the 
the uh, the Sam Raimi suit from uh, from Tobey oh, yeah, Maguire's yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, they have it. They have the Sam Raimi. They have the um, I think they have the Far From Home. Yeah. Do they have? I think they have the the Far From Home one. Yeah. Um, they have like a bulletproof one. They have the Scarlet Spider. They they have the the suits are dope. And they kind of explain the new look for Spider-Man. So I was I was curious because you start off the game in the classic Spider-Man costume, and wait, the classic Spider-Man costume or the one that uh, that the game the classic gives you? one. The game gives you. They explain why they give it to you, and it's like part of once you finish one of the missions. They kind oh, of really? So that part. so yeah. the one that uh, that has the white spider on it. You don't start right. with that. Oh, that's yeah, exactly. Interesting. And you know, I figured that because every Spider-Man fan is going to ask, "How the fuck do we get?" to that suit like i want to uh, is it just really going to start off with a, a, a spider-man using that suit i like, know we know who peter parker is we know the classic suit fans want an explanation why the suit looks different in the game they explain why and wait so it, what what is the what does the suit look like the one that you start with it's just the the traditional black spider the uh-huh the red and blue suit with the red the, oh, okay. the big red spider on the back that looks like a big bug just kind of that that classic spider-man look and it's not a suit from any of the movies right it is not it is not no it's um, got you okay yeah it's that's what i'm saying like when i say classic it's the straight up comic book like the the little black spider with the little legs and the bug on the back on his back is it looks like a bug more than the spider that that spider-man suit (laughs) um got you i wish i got you wish i can draw it so people can understand but yeah because sam raimi that suit is just the sam raimi spider-man suit that's not the classic but they do have the sam raimi right sam raimi that you start off in the classic and then once you do a couple of the missions your suit changes and um, spoiler alert! It's it's because of Doctor Otto Octavius. He ends up giving something happens in the game, and he ends up just kind of helping out with a new suit. So it's pretty cool. Oh and wow! It, yeah, because that suit is dope. Yeah, no, I have wow. to. I'm trying to play it. Oh man, I'm trying it's, to play it. it. It's it's so cool. It's so cool because the fir- the very first Spider-Man game I ever played was the old one on PlayStation. It was just it was okay. Spider-Man, and um, for yeah. listeners, those of you who may have played it i don't know if y'all remember like the very last level where doc ock and carnage fuse have become monster ock and you have to uh evade them that's the last level in the game and i remember that video game all the time i used to play that shit so much and then after that after that video game was spider-man 2 enter electro and i played that game Mm. all the time very similar those two games um and when you pl- see those games, you see the Spider-Man now, just how far it's come, especially with web swinging. You just had to appreciate what it is now. Uh, so after those two yeah. games, I think the next Spider-Man games, the well, as far as movie line, there was a few other Spider-Man games, um, that, like, like Spider-Man Unlimited. There was a video game Spider- called Spider-Man Unlimited. I used to play that shit all the time. You could play. You were able to use both Spider-Man and Venom. Um, oh cool yeah i remember that game dude that game was pretty cool it was very it was very much like a different kind of spider-man and different kind of it it just looked like a a kid version of of them so that was that video game and then i remember the movie line toby Maguire, sam raimi ones and those ones were pretty dope the the first one was just spider-man i remember the trailer for that it was like go beyond the movie 
and it had the same villains. Bro, I I remember things for Spider-Man so vividly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It it was like Go Beyond the Movie, and they had all the the same movie characters from the first Spider-Man, so Green Goblin and all that, and they added characters as well. So it just gave more depth, and it kind of kept that same Sam Raimi look. So it was cool to see how they made... Sam Raimi had these villains the look of these villains in the video games they did they would have like scorpion or shocker but it's it's the sam raimi version of it so it was cool to see those characters in the sam raimi video game um and then spider-man 2 came out and that was the first free roam i loved that game i noticed about that game the fighting combos weren't as locked on they were kind of just focused more so on the fact that you can roam around manhattan and people love that shit that's i would do that all the time i would just swing around all of manhattan do little side missions kind of similar to what i'm doing <laughs> now um but yeah man yeah i know there was and then spider-man 3 came out that video game was dope as fuck it was kind of a more polished version of the second one and um despite the movie being all over the place the third video game was really cool you can play in the black suit it was really dope and yeah this one now is similar to those it's similar to those Sam Raimi Spider-Man video games. Very similar in the, the way that you fight, the way that you web swing. Web swinging is a lot more elaborate now. It's a lot more graceful. It looks cool as shit. Um, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man, Joe, and I'm trying to take my time. <laughs> I'm not trying to run <laughs> through it and finish it too quickly, but yeah, man, it's it's cool to be back on the sticks, on them PS4 sticks. It's, I don't really play too much, but if there's ever a Spider-Man game, I'm hopping on those sticks, and this this storyline so far is solid. Like the villains are, are, are dope as fuck. I love the look of them. It seems very true to who Peter Parker is. This is an experienced Peter Parker. He's like that graduate school mm-hmm. type of Peter Parker, not the high school version. Um, Norman Osborn is mayor. Mary Jane is in it. It's Miles Morales is in it. It's interesting. It's, it's like they try to encompass. The classic aspects of Spider-Man mm. and the modern aspects that f- current fans know, like the younger fans would know. So it's it's definitely serving it's serving both groups of people. Gotcha. You know those older classic Spider-Man fans who expect classic Spider-Man shit, and it's also serving the new generation of fans with just different characters, new characters like Miles and um, cool ass suits and. Yeah, I, I love this game. Once you start really playing it, bro, I think you're going to fall in love with this game. Dude, yeah, I'm down. The only reason why I haven't uh, hopped on it is because sometimes, like, in the in the PlayStation Store, they'll have it on sale for, like, like 20 bucks. And you know what? If I can if I can save some money on it, yeah. I'm a, I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, once you do get on it, it's, it's really enjoyable. Uh, but but since we are talking about Spider-Man, I know this is going to take a lot of time. This is probably how we're going to finish the show. <laughs> this is a very Spider-Man-focused sure. show. I wanted to just talk about the films. The films themselves, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, man. You posted a, a comment on the comic book. The yeah, Here, I'll, comic I'll book read it Instagram. off. So pretty much uh, comic book uh, had this whole Instagram post that had all pretty much every spider-man film in recent memory and they're just pretty much asking people to rank them and i'll just toss out the ranking that i put i'd put spider-man 2 number one and then spider like the mm-hmm. and then spider-man 2 is uh the, the one with toby mcguire and then uh put spider-man 1 spider-man 1 is number two and okay. then into the spider-verse is number three far from home homecoming amazing spider-man with andrew garfield okay. 
Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then Spider-Man 3. To be honest with you, after after Homecoming, after Tom Holland's Spider-Man films, those last three can be in, like, in any order. <laughs> I just don't really care for the, you know? Yeah, man. Um, oh, really? Yeah. In no particular order for the I last ones. You. But, dude, yeah, I know it was getting, like, mad replies. Just people tossing out, like, uh, like defending Spider-Man 3 or people just saying that like this is the perfect list i'm like yeah it is a perfect list (laughs) if i were going off a list mine would be identical i'd say with the exception of spider-man 3 i would oh you'd move it up a little more i would i would move it above yeah i would move it above the amazing spider-mans and it's because as much shit was going on in spider-man 3 i feel in the amazing spider-man movie two films they're ju- they were trying to be too ambitious and i i guess the same thing could be said for spider-man sure. 3 as well um i guess i, th- I think spider-man 3 is just mo- a little more tolerable mm-hmm. you're familiar with some of these characters uh, as opposed to the amazing spider-man where it's like, okay who the fuck is that right and what are they really trying to build to because in the amazing spider-man they were trying to kind of it seemed like they yeah. were trying to build to this in sinister i mean i'm sorry the insidious six Right, or the Sinister Six. The Sinister Six. Yeah, exactly. It's Sinister um, Six. There have been multiple names yeah. for them throughout history. They've had Insidious Six, they've had Sinister Six, but yeah, more commonly Sinister Six. So that's what they were, I think that's kind of what they were foreshadowing gotcha. because in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, you saw the Doc Ock tentacles and you know you see the rhino suit. and y- Yeah, no, in their version of, uh, of Green Goblin, the, the younger dude, um, the younger Osborn, Harry, mm-hmm. he was like, like the the movie ended. He's like, oh, everything we need is over at Oscorp or whatever. Right. And uh, yeah, they showed everything. Right. And I, I was I was hyped for that. I was like, that that would be cool as fuck. But are these first two films worth that third one? And what are you doing in between? I just like the first one that came out. I was like, okay, cool. I'm. I'm always down for a Spider-Man reboot. That is a character that fans always just want to see on screen. Mm-hmm. But even in the first one, how they had Peter Parker's parents, and then his parents died, and there was kind of this mystery behind that. And that kind of took away from when Uncle Ben did eventually pass. It's like, okay, I, 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 wanna, I, I feel bad that Uncle Ben goes, That's, but we expect that from Peter Parker. We know Uncle Ben is going to die, but then it's like, why... What's the mystery behind the parents? What are they working on that's so important that caused that led to their death? And sure, what what's up with Oscorp and Norman Osborn? And when they showed Norman Osborn, he looked like weird as fuck. Like his his hands were all he looked like sort of a mix between a monster or something. And he he looked I don't know if you remember like what Norman Osborn looked like in the Amazing Spider-Man. It was just it was weird. I felt like the Amazing Spider-Man didn't have the right direction. So when you're talking about rankings. Yeah, I I got it. Spider-Man yeah. 2, bro. I could watch I think any person can watch that movie without being a superhero fan and just watch a conflicted person go through life. That's what Spider-Man 2 is, man. It's just this conflicted person happens mm-hmm. to be a superhero. But he's going through what every Go ahead. Yeah. And that's uh, I was just about to say like each and every one of these different um iterations of Spider-Man is they're all like at a different point of his life you know so like the the toby mcguire spider-man it was it was post high school he was like kind of an adult um andrew garfield spider-man is kind of like like his senior year or something 
but then he's like one year out of high school and then tom tom right. hollins is like he's oh no he's like a teenager you know so exactly exactly it's hard to really like you just have to rank them by in terms of quality of the film and you know right and and, and i think giving peter parker kind of that those years it, it really adds a lot more layers to him because that's exactly mm-hmm. what spider-man 2 did in the first spider-man it was an origin movie you you start the movie peter parker's in high school harry's not in high school spider-man becomes spider-man while he's in high school and then he graduates you know he's in college and so it's like you said that timeline matches but in spider-man 2 it's like he's been spider-man for a little bit he's just he's a pizza guy now he's kind of just trying to make it he's just a dude trying to make it while at the same time doing the right thing and there are so many parts in that movie that if they don't touch your heart i'm like bro what the hell are you watching (laughs) like that scene where uh where at may and peter they have a moment and at may is is describing um Mm -hmm. she says i believe it's this quote i'll never forget she's like i believe there's a hero in all of us you know, make makes us wise and keeps us honest. Or oh gives us yeah, strength, that one's iconic. Keeps us honest, makes us noble. I'm like that shit. It, that's it's just that mm-hmm. movie. You you watch certain parts, even the part where like Peter is, you know, he gets fired from his job and um, he has a lot of resentment towards just being Spider Man. He attributes it to that. He's like, I lost his job because I'm being fucking Spider Man. I don't need to be Spider Man. Maybe I don't need to do these things. I need to just live my own life. And that's what a lot of young people go through they're like i need to do this for me i need to be selfish i need to go to college i need to do this so i can be successful and when you watch spider-man 2 it's like you don't even have to watch the first one you don't have to be a fan of spider-man i think any person can watch that movie and be like man this is just a person going through some shit but at the end of the day still at the end of the day it has the ability to do the right thing and <laughs> finds out that's who they really are meant to be so yeah man spider-man 2 up there as the best fucking Spider-Man movie ever. I would have to agree with you on Spider-Man being the next one in line as that number two slot. Yeah. I would say the third one. I'd have to agree once more. I'd say the third one would be uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I'd say after that. Yeah, Spider-Verse is dope. It was. It was. It was. It is. Dude, Spider-Verse was... Spider-Verse was incredible, man. Um... It brought something new, and in terms of, like, you know, in terms of the nature of the show, it has the most diverse and inclusive little group going on. I mean, Miles Morales, he's he's black and Hispanic. Right. You also have another version of Spider-Man where it's it's a girl, Spider-Woman. Right. You also have, like, a, like, you have, like, a weird little Asian Spider-Man that, uh... Anyone can wear the mask. the robot. That was kind of weird to me, but still pretty cool, nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I know it. Yeah, anyone can wear the mask. That was like the whole message behind the movie, and it was just like the, everything about it—the animation, the music—it was all great. I mean, I always get chills whenever I watch oh, the uh, the leap always. of faith scene. What's that? What's you know that what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, that like yeah, no, that one is. Um, there is no other scene like that in any other Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah, no, Spider Verse is great, and uh, I don't know if you noticed, but maybe when you watch it back one time, you know when they're in the little spider cave. Like Aunt May's little spider cave or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's all the different Spider-Man suits. Right. The suit from the video game, from the PS4 game, is one of those suits that's hung up back there. Oh no shit! The white spider. Yeah, the one with the white spider on the front. It's one of the suits in the background. Just a little Easter egg that for you to look out for next time. 
Okay, okay. I'm going to keep, I'm a peep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, like you're, you're completely right. Into the Spider-Verse. It's funny. I was working at Viacom at the time that movie dropped. And me and my boy Patrick, yeah. we, we were talking about like that movie's gonna tank. I was like, I, I don't know about it, man. I just, I, I just don't know. Of course, I'm. It did seem so weird. It, it did. seemed very strange. It did. It seemed strange, and it seemed like it was some shit again that we just didn't yeah. ask for and that we didn't need. It turns out we did need that. We needed to show these kids that anyone can wear the mask. Because, like you said, I, yeah. I get chills watching that damn movie, and it really gives you something that you haven't seen in any other Spider-Man movies. Because what I love about the Sam Raimi is that was the first time we ever really seen a dope-ass fucking Spider-Man where the stakes were truly high. They could not get any higher unless you dropped a nuclear bomb and that shit. And that, but at that point, it would suck. <laughs> <laughs> at that point it would just be stupid because the Avengers they raised the stakes they brought in aliens and all these characters in Spider-Man and Sam Raimi Spider-Man it was truly a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man he was in New York he loved New York that was his neighborhood the Tom Holland Spider-Man is like this Avenger Spider-Man you know who mm-hmm. when I watched Homecoming I was like it's not like watching that movie made me feel like this is some shit that I haven't seen in a long time it felt like an Avengers movie with a Spider-Man emphasis. Yeah. And... Like, they gave him this movie just to, like, uh, like I don't know, really make him part of the team, I guess. Right. I mean, that was the whole point of Homecoming. He just wanted to be, like, an Avenger so bad, you know? Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like that, And that's the young Spider-Man. I mean, at the end of the day, Spider-Man is, you know, he becomes Spider-Man as a teenager. He's, that's, that is who Spider-Man is. But there's so many different interpretations like when he is older and that's my favorite version of peter parker is that experienced one because i feel like between him and batman they're like the greatest detectives and the greatest superhero minds like they just they can figure anything out and they can solve any situation that's why they're my two favorite heroes but anyway um yeah the the tom holland spider-man is just a younger i want to be an avenger i want to be a superhero as opposed to the andrew garfield i was like you know, he becomes Spider-Man, and he knows it's the right thing, but you, you just you really don't know what's driving him or what's motivating him. It's like this this mystery that they're kind of they're holding over us, and it's like, you know, I am curious, because if they would have dropped the third one, I would have been in that bitch watching. But Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think the whole build-up that they were trying to, that they were hoping would work, it just fell so flat. Yeah, it wasn't too different from Tobey Maguire's. But you know what, though? Um... The Andrew Garfield ones, they did have their moments. Uh, I mean, Andrew Garfield is like a pretty dope actor. Uh, the chemistry, the chemistry between chemistry between him yeah, and Emma Stone, a solid actor. Like there were just some scenes where, like, no, this this works. Like they're really good together, you know. And even when um, when she died at the end of Spider-Man Two, I was like, Dang, this is uh, pretty heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a, that was tough. But uh, I cried. I cried. You know, it has its moments. <laughs> so yeah. Anything else on Spider-Man? Oh man, we can we can go all day. Um, <laughs> but hopefully, Spider-Man three comes sooner than later. Fucking coronavirus is ruining everything. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, man. I know. I would love to see. I don't know how true or accurate this is, but if it is, mm. which I could see potentially being true, I would love to see it. And what's that? Is daredevil potentially being in the third movie oh okay so um i mean that's just a rumor you know but rumors are fun very much a rumor. rumors are fun but uh so i think fun. where like why that even gains traction is because uh 
so you know how Netflix had all their um, had all their Marvel shows. They had Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. of course, Punisher. Yeah. The rights for those characters go back to Disney in November. Got it. Of this year, you know, people are like, "Oh, like Disney's gonna get the characters. Like they're gonna be in the MCU now." Which I mean, if we're being honest, that's probably gonna happen. But we'll we'll see if it. If he crosses over to Spider Man, that'd be chill. <laughs> it would be, man. It would be. I mean, and I hope they there's don't. A re- lot more that we could see from Spider Man, but yeah, go, go ahead. Uh, I hope they don't recast him. I really like uh, the actor who's Daredevil in the Netflix show. Oh, he's dope as fuck. What's his name? Charlie. I think it's Charlie something. Oh no. I want to say it's Charlie Cox. I think it is Charlie Cox. I think it's Charlie Cox. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's an English actor as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's a British actor, I believe dope dope as hell again daredevil is my favorite of all those netflix marvel shows yeah the reason i could believe that he would be in the third spider-man is because how spider-man's secret identity was revealed and far from home you know mysterio just oh and he'll he'll need yeah he'll need a lawyer exactly (laughs) exactly because in the in the spider-man cartoon which i always reference is kind of my main my main focus as far as extracting Spider-Man content, that is what happened. What happens is he's framed. Spider-Man is framed by the chameleon. And, Uh um, I believe somehow Peter Parker is caught up in it and he needs an attorney and daredevil. He speaks with daredevil like off top, like the first conversation daredevil knows that he's Spider-Man. He knows Peter Parker, Spider-Man. And beyond that, he knows that he's innocent. So if that were to happen, just just imagine a Spider-Man movie with Daredevil. Um, I mean, throw in Kingpin. How dope that would be. And then, you know, Kingpin being a brilliant mind, like a good villain who has a mind. And he's also, you know, a physical threat. More so to Daredevil than to Spider-Man. Yeah. Imagine throwing in just a, a, another... I mean, what if, like, Punisher... I, just, I get so ambitious with these fucking Spider-Man possibilities. But when I heard when I saw that rumor, I was like, yeah, that would be cool, man. That would be cool. I, yeah, no, I'd be down. Even if it was like, like I really like Spider Verse's version of Kingpin. I thought that was dope. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like this big, huge, hulking beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I I would like to see. I love seeing Wilson Fisk, and I would love to see him in Spider Man because they they normally yeah they're they're villains as well. I'm glad he was the main villain on, in Daredevil. But it will, it will really be cool to see him in some kind of Spider-Man feud. But speaking of Spider-Man, we're going to wrap it up here shortly. Um, I know Venom is dropping this year. And we you've been on top of that. Is it this year? I I, th- I, I want to say when I was... I thought it was... Is, is it pushed? Has Venom 2 gotten pushed? Pro, let's see here. It's Yeah, no, it's 2021. Expected June 25th, 2021, according to IMDb. But yeah, I know. Got it. Got it. Now, was it pushed? Yes. From like October oh yes, or that's right. It was supposed to. It was originally going to come this year. Oh man. <laughs> right, right. But anyway, yeah. So uh, the other day they uh, they dropped a like it's not just going to be called Venom Two. It's just going to be called Venom. Let there be carnage. So that's pretty tight. I mean, I'm down to see carnage. We've never seen in uh, live action carnage. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. Woody Harrelson, uh, as long as he drops that cheesy. Oh yeah, no that that he was wearing at the end. <laughs> that of part it. of it when I when they showed him that yeah. post credit scene, I was like, dude, that hair ain't it. He looks dumb. 
You you look like Sideshow Bob from The <laughs> Simpsons. That shit is so. I mean, wild. chop it off. I got what they were trying to do. I mean, that's what he looks like in the comics, right? Like big crazy hair. Yeah, he he has he has pretty notable red hair that I think didn't have to look like that. Now, from my understanding, he's not gonna he's not gonna look like that in the second Venom. He's gonna be with red hair. Just, oh yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. There's um like some leaked set photos. Yeah, there's leaked set photos. Yeah, set photos, I believe. Of what yeah. he looks like, so yeah, it's it's gonna be dope because in the comic books, Venom and Carnage are both symbiotes, but Carnage mm-hmm. normally has an upper hand. It's like be- one of isn't he like an offspring? Exactly, right? He's, he's he's like an offspring of Venom, and the host being Cletus Cassidy is a serial killer, as opposed to Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock's just mm-hmm. kind of you know he has his own problems, but at the end of the day, he's an antihero. He's like, he's gonna do the right thing his own way. Cletus Cassidy is a straight serial killer. And he's crazy. Straight up, he's in a psych facility crazy. So he normally, because he doesn't play by rules and he's just flat out psychotic, he normally can get an edge over Venom. So I think it's going to be dope. There's been a little bit of pushback on the title from people. You can't make everyone happy. Some feel that Let Mm -hmm. There Be Carnage is kind of (laughs) not good. They feel like it's cheesy. Some people have taken (laughs) to Twitter expressing how they feel. Once I heard it, I was like, you know what? It's to the point. I understand what they're saying. (laughs) Um, Had they said something like Venom 2, Max Carnage, or Venom 2, Absolute Carnage, that would be cool. That would be cool too, but let there be Carnage. That's, I mean, that's, that's okay for me as long as we know what it's going to be about. And I think it has a lot of potential to be better than the, the first one. I think it's going to be a, a different director this time around. Yeah, no. Um, oh, shit. I was away from the mic for a second. <laughs> um, the director is, uh, do you know who Andy Serkis is? Yes, yes. The boy. Yeah, Andy Serkis, he was in He was in Black Panther. He was, uh, he was cool. Right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does a lot of uh, motion capture stuff, so... I mean that that sounds pretty exciting just because Venom and Carnage like these are very much like CGI motion capture characters you know so mm-hmm. right hopefully the action sequences are cool I know I know man you you watch the first Venom cuz if there's and any you see the action sequences yeah. with the two symbiotes and it's like I don't know it's different it's weird yeah um yeah it's any more on Venom? No, I have nothing further for Venom. That is that is all I have. I'm very excited for Venom and Carnage to be on the, the big screen together. And, you know, in a perfect world, I'd love to see the Venom universe tie into Spider-Man. But, you know, that could be asking for too much. But, yeah, I ain't got nothing else for on Venom. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we get a trailer soon. There was supposed to be one. Supposed, like, somebody said uh, that, like, there was, like, a rumor floating around, like, oh... Andy Serkis posted this to his Instagram, but then immediately took it down. And I was like, okay, well, I, I'll, I'll wait for it. But the trailer never came. The trailer never fucking came. No. <laughs> okay. Fucking sons of bitches. We'll just continue to wait. We will continue to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go out, we have one more note that we wanted to go out on. And it was uh, just a post that we had on our page. Very cool mm-hmm. from, you know, the, the girl... Ava DuVernay and she has this uh, it's an organization Um, called Array it's Array now just a little bit more than I do before I understand it's really about like founded the organization in 2010 and 
essentially what they do well for one like the reason why it was on the news is because um like as we know the the whole film industry the whole production side of it is shut down because you know coronavirus sucks (laughs) um but pretty much they're Mm -hmm. an organization that uh it pretty much just helps support um people of color and women in the film industry right right so i'm getting a lot of just looking at it it's um the rebirth of african-american film festival releasing movement um we are an independent film distribution arts of advocacy independent films of people of color and women filmmakers globally that's dope it's cool as hell mm-hmm. yeah i know and pretty much what the article was saying was how uh, like pretty much she saw that like <laughs> the industry was going down she was like well i'm gonna help everybody and like donate like two hundred fifty thousand dollars to help these people out and i'm like wow that's uh it's incredible some good news man it is that is you know in times like this it's cool to see people who have the means and i'm sure many of us do but on that kind of level really make a difference for people it's that's cool as hell man so shouts to Mm -hmm. the girl ava It's, it's nice to have that information so yeah thanks for Thanks for providing that, Joe, and thanks for killing it on the page, my guy. We're fucking out here. The, oh, pa- yeah. the page Come is growing, now. man. It's so exciting. Yeah. Anything else? I got nothing. I got nothing, man. I think that just about does it, unless you have anything else, Joe. This is a, a good time to call it. Um, definitely enjoyed talking Spider-Man. Again, I can talk about spider-man all day man so yeah and guys thank you again you know we're talking about the page thank you everyone who's following the colored cast podcast on instagram and on twitter and showing love listening spotify and apple podcast that we couldn't be any more grateful so it's mm-hmm. th- th- this shit is fun we're gonna keep this going for as as long as we are <laughs> alive and breathing as long <laughs> as we're able as long as we're <laughs> yeah. able so this is uh, we're going to come up on the end of our first season of this show. Again, you know, some of our... Go ahead. What are you thinking? What are you, what are you thinking for that? Like, do you want to, like, should we, like, drop some new artwork or something? Like, what's the deal? What are we, we going to do dude, for season I, two? I, I, I think season two... Season one was just a lot of finding out what the hell works for us. And finding out what mm-hmm. we're capable of doing. How we can record. Well, there, where we can record. And just really laying the groundwork. Season two, bro, I think it would be cool for us to come out with some new artwork, a new look, revamp the page a little bit. When we actually record, we're going to start getting more videos. We're going to start going a lot, doing a lot of live videos on our Instagram as well. So those are some yeah, of no, that'll be fun. things. Yeah, I was thinking like, be. I was thinking like if we go live, like we'll just record us talking live. And then if anybody wants to join our live and like ask questions during, we'll answer them. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and that's what i wanted to do before that's what uh you and i kind of talked about we had mentioned it but yeah man we would love to do that it'll be easier when you and i are you know here in the same room Mm -hmm. and shit that that'll be dope bro we can just go live one of us will be on you know the tech part one of us will be on the page just keeping track of the the questions that may come through live and yeah yeah we hope everyone can join us for that but until then y'all Keep listening. Tap into the pod. Again, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Joe, if you have anything else, man, that's all I got. Well, I mean, if you, well, like, you know, just to reiterate, um, thanks for following. And if you don't, if you're listening to the pod and you don't follow, please follow. (laughs) 
if you listen to the pod and you don't follow, how are you listening to the pod? That, that's that's like fake. No, it's not really fake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you, you trying to cheat? You trying to game the system? No, I'm kidding. But yeah, do 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 give us a follow. You know, apart from movie and entertainment related news, we do post some just some societal relevant content on there, man. And you know, this Ava DuVernay thing is just one of many things that people could hear and just know is going on in the world so we're gonna keep the page jumping we're gonna keep shooting out these episodes and hopefully you guys just keep listening we are very grateful for y'all so uh joe if that's all you got from me that's all on my end man man we are out here so guys give us a follow give us a listen please stay safe out there wash your hands stay safe stay healthy yeah and do not consume disinfectant products You see... Did you hear about that yesterday? Hell no. Okay, so, I mean, supposedly he was being sarcastic, but uh, pretty much Trump was saying how, like, if you consume disinfectant products like Clorox or Lysol or that stuff, uh, it can help fight off coronavirus. And Twitter just had a field... Twitter had a field day with that. And there were so many memes. It was... Oh, man. That is our fucking president. You know, I really... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't try to ever come for our president, but if you really are defending the things that this dude says, I, I, I don't I don't understand that aspect. Just you have to be objective and you have to evaluate like the it, things this guy says. And it, what the hell? I don't care your political party. How could you defend that? That is so off the wall and so not true. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I mean, even if you were sarcastic, like you just don't say that on national television because people might listen to you <laughs> right i'm sure there was sarcasm implied with that i just what are we supposed to assume? i don't know I, you're you're in that position what you say holds so much weight you have to be very specific and choosy with your words so <sighs> 20 20 fucking 20 we'll yeah. leave that that's, anyway we don't have to we'll, we'll, put we'll, a pin we'll leave that, that alone well yeah <laughs> we're out here all right, all well, right y'all take we're care, out everyone Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.